Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the NBA Morning Dudes for Tuesday, April 13th. Alex, welcome back. Thank you. Um, good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. Uh, today's a, a weird episode. Why did your voice go up there? You, you, yeah. <laughs> you pretty yeah, high. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's a couple things we got to start with right off the bat. Well, number one. Why was there no episode yesterday? I'm sure the people are wondering that. Um, there was supposed to be an episode. I teased fan favorite Jabari Davis. And unfortunately, because of a random storm in South Florida where I live, I did not have power until about 10 o'clock Eastern, which means I didn't get to watch a minute of basketball yesterday. So I didn't do a show. It is what it is. Had to, couldn't, couldn't help it. I think it's actually okay. like instead of doing the fans a disservice, forcing through a pod without watching any basketball, it did the right thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, we, what are we going to do? I'm going to sit there and just, I mean, I'm sure Jabari was watching. Jabari's always ready to roll, mm-hmm. but it would have just been weird. I would have just been asking him questions about games that I didn't watch or, you know, I, I didn't want to do that. Plus I was, I couldn't even, and it wasn't even like I couldn't watch games. I couldn't even like prep other than looking at my phone, but I didn't want to look at my phone so my phone was going to die because I didn't have power for like six hours yesterday. It's very random. Woke up from a nap with no power, not phone, but it's back and we're back. Um, and as we're recording this, we could be smack dab in the middle of a historic game. Well, it is a historic game already from Steph Curry because he became the, the Warriors all time leading scorer tonight, but they're up 99, 83 at the end of the third. And Steph has 45 points. Um, 48. Oh, he hit another three. So he has 10 threes. He has 48. Wow. Uh, I must've missed that while I was doing the intro. So Steph has 48 at the end of the third quarter, his career has 62. So we are obviously monitoring that. And there was a good slate of games to talk about tonight. And there's some stuff from the weekend that we should obviously talk about some news, but, uh, you know, unfortunately we, we don't, on the show often get into political stuff, right? 
or we, we try not to, we try to keep it basketball centric. You try to keep it on the court or like news about the game, but obviously it would be tone deaf of us to not address what's going on in the NBA and in the United States this past weekend, the Timberwolves and Nets game was postponed tonight as were all Minnesota sports, professional sports uh, because of the, the killing of Dante Wright in Minnesota by a police officer. Uh, This is um, unfortunately not a new thing, um, particularly in Minnesota somehow. George Floyd, Philando Castile. Um, But it's just another black man killed by the police in the United States. And, uh, you know, it's hard to, or as two, you know, two white guys doing a podcast, it's hard to go too deep, right? Without saying the wrong thing or sounding like we're trying to be speak on something that we are not necessarily equipped or to speak about. Uh, so there's two things I wanted to do. One, I wanted to read Doc Rivers comments from today because I feel like in these situations over the years, Doc has proven time and again to be a voice that is one, he's a one of reason and very intelligently spoken in these trying times, time and again, every time something happens when he speaks, he's, he's right. And it, and he's a guy to go to, he's been a leader for the league. So I wanted to read his comments and I had, I want to say something too, just my quick thought, but first I want to read his comment. Uh, So he was asked his thoughts on the events and he said, it's frustrating as it should be for, I think, We have to stop saying it's frustrating for all black Americans. I think we should be frustrated by all Americans. I think that would, I think that's a typo. It's supposed to say as all Americans. Um, I don't know if it was a mistake or not. I saw the body cam like everyone else. I just know the frustration is a real thing for everybody. And for us, you keep hearing this cancel culture stuff, but we're canceling black lives to me. That's a little more important in my opinion. And it just keeps happening. We keep making mistakes on killing black people. I don't want to get too racial but it's there. And, you know, I think we all have weaknesses and we all need to confront them and find out how we can make this place a better world, a better country to me. Improving our culture as a society is really important, not canceling it, but improving it. Other countries have done a terrific job. I keep going back to Germany. I use Germany as a great example. You don't see swastikas. You don't see statues of Nazi soldiers all around. And they don't say that's cancel culture. They say that's improving their culture. I think we need to think more on those terms, which couldn't agree more. Um, but, you know, like I texted you about this today and your response to me was I'm sad and I'm angry. Yeah. And that's exactly how I felt all day. Um, and I think, you know, last time we had to address something like this was Jacob Blake during the bubble last year. Um. And what we did last year was we didn't do shows when the players didn't play games. We didn't do shows. So, you know, um, and I still feel that way. If there was, if the league took off, we wouldn't do shows because we support whatever the league does. We support 
obviously the one game was canceled, was postponed and we'll see what happens there. But it, it, I think my main thing is at least as, again, as a white guy talking to you, another white guy on a podcast, th- there's, there's only so much we can say, but the thing I keep th- thinking about all day is, you know, for, for, I guess, people that look like me in these situations, like in this situation, when you're thinking like, what do I say? What do I do? I keep thinking back to like what you texted me is like, I think it's important to be sad. I think it's important to be angry. I think it's important to be anxious. I think it's important to feel a million different feelings. But I think the most important thing is to not become numb to this shit, you know? And I think it's tough because it just keeps fucking happening. But I, but I think the only way, the only way to potentially, at least from our standpoint, make some type of change eventually is to feel all the things that we're feeling. And, and we are not even feeling a hundredth of what it feels, what, what, what any black person, particularly the family who we send all obviously our thoughts and our sympathies to what they're feeling. But it, we, we tend things, we, we tend anytime something happens over and over and over again, we start to get desensitized to it and numb to it. And the main thing right now for us, at least for me and you is to feel that way, feel sad, feel angry. And I don't know if things are going to change in our life. I'm 34 years old, but you're a little bit younger than me. And maybe things will change in my lifetime. Maybe they won't. But if we're angry and we're sad and anxious and we try to learn, then maybe if we're open about it, more open than we generally tend to be as adults because we're supposed to be tough and not show these type of emotions on our exterior. Maybe if we're open about these things and we are openly mad and sad and angry as a people in general, then maybe a younger generation will learn that it's okay to feel that way. And then maybe they'll be the ones that change something, but we just have to continue. It just, it's the only thing I could think all day was, you know, I I was at work. I didn't hear anybody talking about it, you know? And, And I, and I think that's part of the problem is that it just happens so often that we, we start to look at it as a normal thing. And it's, it's obviously it's not. Right. Yeah, no, I think all that's really well said. The the only thing I want to say, and I've been thinking about it a lot too, is like, if you're listening to this and you don't think that we need some extent of police reform, I would just ask you to take a half hour and go neutral for a second and challenge that belief and just look around and see if you can come up with some stuff that, that might go against what you think. Open yourself up to that and try to find some stories and some stats that support the other argument of we've got a real problem here and then see how you feel. Because at this point, I just, there's not much to be said to somebody that doesn't think there's an issue going on. They have to to figure it out themselves. And Mm -hmm. so I think just being honest with yourself about what's going on and if there's some, some merit to the other side um, and just, just be honest and, and look, at the stories and the stats and see if you might have something a little bit twisted. 
And I just want to clarify also, I'm not saying these things to make it about me or you. Right. right. And I think the way I was saying it maybe can sound that way. Cause as I was saying no, it, I was no, thinking that way. Yeah. I'm not, but I'm also, it, it's a, I'm, tr- I'm just addressing it as a white guy talking about a problem that doesn't, it, it directly impacts me because I'm a human, mm-hmm. but I'll never know what the real, fe- well, I'll never know this feeling, you right. know, I'll never know what black people are feeling today or every other time it happens publicly and uh, disgustingly the way it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, the word, to, it's hard to, to, yeah, to get the right I mean, words. Well, you just know? acknowledging that I think is, is a good step, but yeah, it's just, it, I don't really have much more to say. I'm, I'm like yeah. speechless because I'm so frustrated by it. And yeah, but I think my whole thing was it's okay to be openly mad and sad yeah. and feel everything other than numb. Mm-hmm. Because I th- that'll be that once that happens, it's done. Like, yeah, what can then, we do? Then that point, right, there's no going back. And we tend to with that tends to happen to us. Mm-hmm. It's just in general, things happen long enough. People start to say, "Oh well, you know, it happens," but it can't. It just can't happen. It just can't be that way. Yeah. So that's my piece. I thought I figured I wanted to. I want to start the show with it today because it is no matter what we talk about the rest of the show, it's by far the most important thing going on. It's the only mm-hmm. important thing. The rest of it's just a game. And there's probably this is the first time since we've been on on, on Blue Wire that we've that obviously something like this has come up. So there's probably some new listeners and not everybody wants to hear this on a sports podcast. Right. And that's fair. For those of you who don't want to hear it, I'm sorry. We're always going to address yeah. fast forward these type of things. You can fast forward. Um, but hopefully you listen to what Alex had to say, listen and take something from it, or you don't, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you don't, then we're probably not, the, the pod for you anyways right. <laughs> so it is what it is so obviously like i said our thoughts and our sympathies go to dante right family friends everyone close to him the people in minnesota just everyone dealing with this it's just another just sick tragedy and something's got to change I, I don't have the answers we obviously don't have the, and i don't know who does but mm-hmm. It's the more I, the more things happen, the more I think it's not our generation. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, exactly. I think the important part is like you said, like people younger than us growing up thinking a different way is the, is a step in the right direction, but who knows? And, and I, and, and that's why I say like, and I don't have kids. I'm not an adult. I mean, I'm not an adult, I'm not really, (laughs) but I, I don't have kids, but I, I will say like, I think there's a tendency for parents to not want to be vulnerable in certain situations to their kids because they need to be strong for their kids. But I think for something like this, that that's, that's how you can get, that's a way to get through, like show them that you're sad or angry and then they'll grow up knowing, Oh, this is actually, this is something that needs to change. Maybe they can be the person who changes it. I I don't know, but I don't can tell you how to, raise your kids i'm not i mean not yeah, there's no quick fix it's just it's just yeah. little steps that can yeah like that that can help us get there i don't know um, but uh as far as the game not that i'm making this about the game 
they're saying that maybe the game will get played on Tuesday, but now, but it's still up in the air about when this game will get played on. Ultimately this game doesn't matter because it's the worst team in the NBA against the best team in the NBA or one of the best teams in the NBA. So if they didn't play it, I don't think it would have any real impact on anything. Right. So maybe it doesn't get played. Maybe they, I guess maybe they postpone it until honestly it could have it like, an impact. Impact. The Nets are getting one less win that they might need, you know. Yeah, and I guess lottery. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I guess it actually is an important game right. for stand for the standings, but we'll see. And I, you know, what's crazy is I was going to talk. We were going to talk about Minnesota anyways today because A Rod bought the Timberwolves, mm. which is crazy. It's A Rod and some other rich guy who I'm assuming is way richer. But here's the weird thing about this. Before we start talking about some of the games from tonight, um, the owner, Glenn Taylor, is still going to own the team till 2023. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That seems the direction of your franchise. Seems terrible. That seems like the worst thing that could possibly happen is. This guy's already been one of the worst owners in sports for years. And now he's a lame duck owner for two years. That's bad. That's bad news. It really makes you wonder how bad can it get, you know, but I guess there maybe the flip side is there is like some light at the end of the tunnel. If you're someone like Anthony Edwards that may or may not, or is considering resigning or not resigning in a couple of years. Yeah, I wonder if like A Rod and his group will actually have a say in what goes on in the next two years. They just won't officially own like like the money doesn't go through for. Yeah, years. I mean they should. I mean you, if you're You'd purchasing so. something at that price tag, you would want to have some influence in the years yeah. leading up to it. Yeah, it's, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, after all that. Uh, not the easiest thing to pivot into talking about basketball games, but. That's what the show is. We will talk about the games. I will preface it by saying going forward for the rest of the season. uh, I know part of the deal with this show is we talk about every game, every night. We're getting to that point in the season where some of these games, there's literally no reason to talk about. So some of these shit teams, we're not just going to break them down just to break them down. We'll save them for the off season, right? Or we'll save them for pre-draft, all that stuff. So for example, the Magic lost 120 to 97 to the Spurs tonight. Not talking about that game. That's all you're getting from that game. The score. Unless you have something to add. No, nobody even topped 20 points in that game. It's just. <laughs> yeah. So we will not be talking about that game. A game we will be talking about that we will start with Sixers. Love it. Yeah, uh, I, I am getting excited, Joey. Because Doc Rivers didn't only have a great comment tonight. But he had a great win. Coach the hell of a game. Sixers 113.95. Now, I was thinking about this while I was texting you about how good Embiid looked. Is that I do have to temper, we always have to temper things when they're playing the the Mavericks, who are at least defensively just absolute dog shit. Um, they don't have one player on their roster who could even potentially guard Joel Embiid. That being said, this is maybe the best I've ever that I ever remember seeing him look. And that, and I know he's had probably better games statistically, but he was just so everything he did was right. 
like every decision I saw him make in this game was right. And that was what impressed me the most was he wasn't, he had opportunities for open threes and he drove at guys. Yes. He got to the free throw line. He was taking mid range, like 10 foot jumpers instead of 30 foot jumpers. Like everything was to me in this game, Joel Embiid looked like a guy who knows that he's the most dominant big man in the NBA and just was not going to be stopped. Yep. That's exactly what it was. I, it's funny that you mentioned like the, the perfect game. Like he had a turnover late in the third and it's, I was like, that's the first mistake or even like less than perfect thing he's done in this game. It was, it was a masterpiece with the caveat that the Mavericks can't guard anybody that's over six foot eight. Um, it's crazy. Boban <laughs> is their best defensive big man right now. It's, it's insane. And that's a huge problem because he can't move. So, <laughs> I mean, he gets eight minutes out there and he plays his ass off and he he disrupts some shots, but you've got Maxi Kleba. This guy, Melly, is horrible. Um, Willie Cauley Stein's, I think, the worst defender in the league. Um, yeah, every so, time, every literally every time the the Mavs play, you text me and yeah, say, I, can't I don't it. think Willie Cauley Stein should be in the NBA. <laughs> I really stand by that. And it's harsh, but I, I believe it. So, anything less than like a dominant performance from Embiid would be kind of surprising, I guess, but he does seem like a guy that knows he has a little bit of ground to make up to be the MVP of the league. It's Richard Jefferson on the, on the late ESPN broadcast acknowledged that, you know, he's roared back into that conversation. So that's really interesting. I think he's, I think he's second now. I think he's behind Jokic, but we can talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, yeah, Sixers. I mean, they played fantastic defense too. Doncic also didn't look like he had 32. He looked, good the, he looked good in the first half. I think he banged his knee with Ben Simmons in the third and was hobbled the rest of the game. And that's kind of starting to happen. He gets hurt a lot. Yeah, like dinged a lot. And his body language wasn't good. Still young, but that was my big take. He is damn fun to watch, though. I mean, he he's he's playing at a different speed than everybody else. He's he Yeah, this team is just a mess, dude. I mean, he keeps saying it, but there's just nothing there. It's him and, like, I mean, actually – Porzingis didn't play tonight. He's been playing better lately. Mm-hmm. He has been. But still, you look at this team and you're like, yeah. Porzingis I, gives you, I mean, Porzingis makes it so you don't have to play a guy like this dude, Melly, and then Willie Colley sign can hopefully not see the floor when he's out there. So that's an improvement. But Porzingis wasn't going to make too much of a difference in this game, I don't think, because he, he's not going to defend Embiid. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, either way. I he beat. I, I don't know. It's I don't even know what to say about the Mavericks at this point. Just the roster is sort of a mess. But for the Embiid thing, even though the the Mavs are a mess and they don't have any bigs who could guard him, I contend that this Embiid that I watched tonight could win the East. Like this, because no team is going to go up and down with the Nets and no team is going to outscore the nets on the wing. So who, how can you like, what do you have? That's different that they can't guard. Mm-hmm. You can't, this, this Joel Embiid is unguardable. This Joel Embiid that goes to the line 15 times that just takes guys off the dribble that posts up, that does all these things. They can't guard them. I mean, they'll have to double them, but exactly. then that's what I was going to say. Double and triple them. But then, but then that's how you get open shots and they have enough shooters to like compete. I think it's different than the Bucks. I, I just don't like. I think there's there's a proven formula on how to beat Giannis. What Giannis mm-hmm. does, 
I don't know that there's actually a proven formula to shut down Joel Embiid when he's decided I'm going to be the most dominant big man, like at what I saw in this game. Yes. And maybe I, it's an overreaction to watching the Mavericks because the Mavericks are dog shit. They are. But, but I agree with you. But a series like Nets, Sixers, and the Eastern Conference Finals, I seriously think that series will come down to Embiid's ability to pass out of the double, like you talked about, because that is the only thing they're going to be able to do is double him and triple him. And then it becomes, is Embiid going to make enough mistakes for the offense to struggle, or is he going to find open shooters? So mm-hmm. I agree with that. It, it, I mean, and there's, and there's also, a whole other and animal. there's also no other team in the, like Milwaukee. If they play Milwaukee, Brooke Lopez can't guard Joel Embiid and, they don't have any other real – I mean, Bobby Portis, they don't have any other bigs. Miami, like, Bam's incredible. Bam can't guard Joel Embiid. One. Like, he can't – just he – no – there's no one – I don't know that there's anyone that can really guard him when Not he plays like this. No, yeah. I mean, if you have a couple of very, very good defensive bigs, then you've got a shot. But Actually, in fact, the Nets have the most bigs right now. Like, they're the yeah, deepest yeah. with bigs. They just – they don't – they're not good. Right. But <laughs> they're or defensively. But, I mean – Think about it. You can throw DeAndre Jordan, Nick Claxton, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, you know, at different times at him to, you know, different looks. Mm-hmm. No other team in the East has that kind of depth up front. So, I mean, I mean, it's the Celt- the Celtics are another case right now, but um, it's really the Heat, the Bucks. you know, who else? There's no other teams that we really think have a shot to compete. And speaking of the Heat, Old Depot might be out for the year, so – you know, we don't, if he's out for the year, I don't, I don't really know. They're still, they still won yesterday, but I don't even know if they're in that conversation anymore with that pick. Right. Um, that sucks. But no, I agree with you, man. It's, it's, I'm still trying to temper my expectations because yeah. I love this team so much, but it's getting exciting. Yeah. That's the best I can remember him. I'm sure there's been other games, but that's maybe it's because of, I watched it from the start to finish, mm-hmm. but that's one of the best I've seen him look. It was dom- it was completely dominant. It was crazy. Yeah, that, that's a, absolutely a top five game that I've seen him play, but I've yeah. seen most of his games. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Elsewhere, the Knicks get a good win. They beat the Lakers one eleven ninety six. The Julius Randall revenge game is what this is. They even I mean they mentioned on here that that he specifically said that he like looks forward to playing against the Lakers. Uh, he had 34, 34 and ten, uh, and then the, and the Knicks. So they, you know, they they hold on to that eight spot. They've been they've won three in a row, um, and the inter- one of the interesting things about this game is that um, I had Andrew Claudio last week, the last episode, the guy from he he's the producer of the Knicks podcast, mm-hmm. and we had a long discussion. That was a great episode, by the way. We had a long discussion about how much Knicks fans despise Alfred Payton. And he had his best game probably as a Nick tonight, 20 points, nine and 12 from the field. Good for him. Just, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really change my opinion of him, but yeah, that, no, that I, is I, awesome. I, I, yeah. Um, they told a great story on the broadcast, a great Julius Randall story about when he was with the Lakers. Um, he said that when he was with the Lakers, that Co- like Kobe told him that when you travel to a city, like when you travel on the road to go to another city, no matter what time you get in, no matter where you are, you have to get, you have to find a gym and go shoot. Like no matter what. And he said, when he was with the, when he came to the Knicks, 
I think it was maybe this this year or last year. I don't remember exactly when. They were going to Detroit. And they found him. It was like late, like real late. And they got a high school gym for him to shoot in. Like they got set up with a high school gym. And I guess the athletic director or the coach that led him into the gym was like, it's really good to see, you know, to see you in here shooting because not a lot of guys do this anymore. In fact, the last guy to do this was Kobe Bryant. Wow. That's awesome. And I guess now like all the Knicks players go with him and they Mm -hmm. like, as like a bunch of them all, like when they get on the road, they don't just like go to the hotel and chill. They go and shoot. Wow. That's incredible to terminate. I mean, I don't know yeah. if determination, just dedication to the craft, which is yeah. awesome. I mean, it's, I don't know if this directly correlates to what Randall's doing this year, but it's the best year of his career. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty well, an overall mindset, like he's taking things more seriously. And mm-hmm. that's a, a part of this elevation in his game. I would and imagine. Tibbs. And Tibbs. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, they, they, I mean, the, the, the Lakers suck. Um, without obviously without LeBron and AD, but even, I don't know what, I don't know what Vogel he's, it's just weird. Like they're starting Drummond. Drummond looks terrible. Gasol didn't play the whole game. And then he, then he comes in in the fourth quarter and plays five minutes instead of uh, Trez, I guess maybe a change of pace. I, I don't know what it's not like there wasn't opportunities for them to potentially win this game. And they need to win every game they can right now because yep. they're just going to keep falling and going to have a tough out in the first round, it's looking like. I'm not sure what he was trying to do in this game, but this team is not good at all right now. I guess the only thing I could think is, like, he knows this is so far from what the team is going to be in the playoffs. Like, why not just experiment like crazy? But you, Not that that experiment makes any sense, but, like yeah. – He's got to be just grasping at straws, trying to make some things work because they're so depleted. I mean, it's yeah, I don't understand how they beat the shit out of the Nets the other night. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, that's wild. It was such a weird game. Um, but there's going to be more games like this. I guess they're saying um, 80. I, I thought I saw a report today. Like they are both relatively close to coming back. Yeah, but it seems like that's been like kind of the the wording but even and and you know what even relatively close to coming back there's 19 games left yeah or whatever it is it's for them it's yeah for them it's less it's 18 games so even if they're relatively close to coming back let's say they come back in the next week there's gonna be like 15 games left Mm -hmm. they're gonna need all 15 games to get like in shape yeah and they yeah they need to make sure they don't slip so right now they'd be facing nuggets which without LeBron and an AD, like they're not going to win that series. They're going to get destroyed. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we're going to talk about the Nuggets, but the Nuggets might be broken. Um, uh, that's an obvious. Okay. Problem, but, <laughs> so, but I'll just say, we'll yeah. talk about it in a sec, but they're only a game and a half ahead of the Blazers right now, who, by the way, I watched them play against the Heat. They, their defense is awful. It is bad. Like we talked about how competitive the West is. And the more I watch like six through 10, it's not good. Like those teams aren't good basketball teams. Right. They have good players. 
And I think that's where and good are, offenses. I think that's where things are getting misconstrued about the the depth of the West. Like Portland has Dame, Dallas has Luca, Memphis is weird, San Antonio is not very good, Warriors have Steph, Pelicans have, but none of those teams are good. They're all just they have stars who can carry you to some wins, but all those teams are going to lose in the first round. Like all those teams are out. There's no chance. But the top five is crazy right now. Yeah. I think, yeah. And and that's kind of what the thing with Dame is just the fact that the Blazers are 31 and 22 still blows my mind. Because the, the couple times I've seen them play this year, they're just not good besides Dame. Yeah. It's they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Yeah. I think the, actually, I think they the only worst team is Sacramento, who's the worst defense ever. <laughs> Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Um, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, but the Lakers could easily fall if they don't get these guys back for sure. Uh, I guess we could just talk about Denver and Golden State now because that game's basically done. Yeah, there's like three minutes left. Golden State's up one eleven ninety eight. Steph has fifty. Uh, I saw <laughs> he has 10 25 point first halves this year. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god it's the most in the nba obviously um this is uh the i just had it pulled up i don't know i think this is like the 10th 50 point game of his career now or something like that i don't know i had it pulled up before i was thinking he had a chance to get 60 but the way they they stick to their rotations pretty thoroughly so he doesn't play mm-hmm. the first half of the second quarter or the fourth quarter usually uh yeah, every every win for them is a great win because they're still, I mean, they're they're tenth right now, so this will put them a full like a game back of nine behind San Antonio. Uh, but they are, I mean, you've said this a bunch of times. They are so 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 bad when Steph's not on the floor. It yeah. is they're they're it, a, it's hard to watch. Yep, and they are playing some. That you I mean you talk about Willie Colley Stein. The Warriors are playing some bad basketball players. Mm-hmm. Kent Bazemore stinks. Dude. He's. I don't understand why they're playing him so much. There's got to be somebody better than him on that team. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
Kevon Looney got 29 minutes tonight. Well, in score, James I mean, Wiseman, James Wiseman, torn meniscus might be yeah, out for the year. Yeah, so. that's that sucks. Yeah, that is sucks. Dude can't couldn't catch a break this year. It's a rough rookie year. It really was. Yeah. Um, and anytime there's like a discussion about, oh, are the Warriors going to trade for this person or that person? He's the name now that comes up, which also sucks for a young guy. It does. Se- second, but pick it does also to me make a lot of sense for the Warriors, but. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. What's going on with Kelly Oubre? Is he hurt right now? Uh, I don't know. It's a good point. Maybe shooting more uh, car facts or. Car oh, facts I hope so because those are great. Um, yeah, I don't see. Did you see? On his did, news page. He's out. He was out. It doesn't say. Oh, he has a wrist, a wrist thing. Wrist okay. Um, did you see the 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 newest Toby and Bobby commercial? I've seen like four now. Yeah, so I don't know. You what see the, the one with the giant. Is, but bag of goldfish and then he hands him the toby bag and he said it's adorable like you <laughs> it's outstanding it's so good it's so good man um, oh, we didn't even have, they played each other tonight boban and toby yeah Bobby and toby uh, that's probably yeah um but with the nuggets i brought up the nuggets being broken yeah they so I, look losing two in a row is not the end of the world but Losing the way they lost the other night can really mess you up. They were up 16 to the Celtics and ended up losing by 18. It was like a 30 to three run or something. Obscene. Yeah. And there was a, a picture that came out. It was either late third or early fourth quarter where the nuggets were huddled up like on the court. And Jokic was just off in the like way in the corner of the bench, just sitting by himself. Really? It was awesome. interesting. It was weird. I don't know what was going on. And now, look, I mean, how can you account for Steph going for 50? But Garden better. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, you're no, no, but part of why they were so good on this stretch is because their defense has been incredible. And then they let a guy go for 50 on Mm -hmm. a team where everyone else sucks. There's only one guy you got to (laughs) stop. I mean, I know it's easier said than done. He's Steph Curry. I get it. Uh oh. Oh, no. Oh, I no. just turned it off. What, what oh, happened? no. Jamal Murray is down holding his knee, and he is freaking out. I literally just turned it off. He's, like, like rolling around. and Oh, my God, no. Oh, boy. This is not. I'm about to see it, I think. Uh, what's the clock at on your end? 50.6. Okay, yeah, it's about to come up for me. Jesus. I hope he's just, like panicking and this is not as bad as it looks oh boy oh no yeah oh, no what that would be that fucking, shakes up the west quite a bit <laughs> that would be fucking devastating Ugh. i wow man i don't know if i've seen a guy in this much pain that's what like, i'm saying the way like, he's reacting like you gotta oh my god Mike Malone's out there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys, that are listening to this. Not great yeah, podcast I mean, we just, audio, we have to but like process this. Jeez. So it was a relatively normal play. He's driving to the basket. He plants and jumps, and to me, it looked like something gave out on him. Oh, like it right there. No, yep. con- no, it was on the plant on his left foot or on his left leg. You could like something happened when he planted to go up for the layup because he didn't even finish the layup right like like it was almost like something 
happened mm-hmm. in his knee and he just went down. But like, it's not like he twisted it or anything, right? It was like, he's, he's, it was that burst. Wait, let's see what's happening here. He's up. You better not walk off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all, oh no, they're bringing out a wheelchair. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Now I've got the, wheelchair. I've got the slow motion here. He's trying not to go off in a wheelchair. Oh, baller move. He's hopping off on one foot. Just take the wheelchair, man. What a <laughs> Jamal. Oh, that sucks, dude. Oh my God. That what a downer. I'm literally just talking about how this how good this team could be. Yeah. Well, you were about to explain how they might be broken. I th- well, I, think I was saying I because of that. I was I was talking about it with the, because of the Celtics loss. Oh yeah, okay. I was just saying like this. Did the Celtics loss break them? Because then they just lost this game and mm-hmm. couldn't figure out how to guard one guy on a well, team is, yeah. uh, on a fifteen man roster of bums. Just take the wheelchair, Jamal. I'm behind it's, you. A you're bit. behind me. He didn't take it. There's no shame in the wheelchair. Unless it's a sprained ankle you returned from two days later. And then there's definitely, that was definitely not an ankle. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about John I'm Morant. talking about like John Morant. <laughs> John Morant. John Morant. Uh, oh, the poor wheelchair guy just, he brought it out for nothing. And was That's a pretty aggressive wheelchair. Yeah, I know. That was a, that was a big time. What, what's the deal with that wheelchair? I guess in the case you have to wheelchair off a seven footer that it's big oh, enough, probably. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not built for like, it looked like, um, I don't know. It looked like, like a, a wheelchair chair, chair with wheels. or like in an insane asylum or something <laughs> that you like strap yeah. someone to. <laughs> right. Oh God. God, damn. that's horrible. It sucks. Well, hopefully, you know, hopefully he's just, you know, I, I, I like now you, you see this, right? Like it happened the other night with Victor Oladipo. Now he didn't freak out, mm-hmm. but you feel something in your knee. You assume the worst. And then you you panic so hopefully it's just one of those things where he felt something pop but it didn't actually pop and he's panicking because he thinks he felt it and just he hyper you know right well your immediate reaction when you do that obviously is like oh fuck i'm out for the the time people are listening to this they're probably going to know what what exactly happened so i don't know i mean but it did the reaction reminded me quite a bit of joel Embiid's bone bruise where he spooked himself because of how bad it hurt but ultimately yeah. It's not nothing. So hopefully, was torn. it's that. It won't necessarily know because I can't imagine that they they can't just do an MRI. They have to right. wait for the swelling oh, to go yeah. down. So the MRI will be tomorrow. Um, Cat's going nuts. Give me a second. She's a Jamal Murray. Yeah, that's that stinks. All right, let's move on from that game because that that's unfortunate. Um, where Any else? new listeners? We are gigantic Jamal Murray fans, by the way. He, I mean, a, how could you not be? He's yeah, just exactly. he's just fun, man. Um, the Jazz lost at home that was 25 game home winning streak snapped to the wizards the wizards. <laughs> the wizards now i would say no mike conley no jordan clarkson so it sort of speaks to their lack of depth a little mm-hmm. bit i was i was going to bring up about this game that jordan clarkson scoring is essential for for this team like that's not he hasn't been very good lately like i, I saw and, some stats that he's been he's sort of dropped off a little bit. right and they haven't been as good as they were and they've been i mean still the best record in the league but his scoring is it's getting close it is phoenix is a game out now phoenix. how about but, that uh, yeah that so what what is uh clarkson out with it was it's not very serious right no i don't think either of them are but just it just shows like look at the guys that are coming off the bench for them when you have two guys not not that there's gonna have two guys normally out for them but you know they're playing 
George Niang, Trent Forrest, Mioni. Yeah. Matt, Matt Thomas, the guy that they got from the Raptors when the Raptors were clearing cat room for a big trade that never happened. George Niang. That's their bench. Like, ugh, that's rough. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough right now. Uh, Oh, Russ had a triple double weird. Brad Buell almost blew this game, by the way, they were only, they were up by like five at the end and he missed two free throws. Really? Oh no, no, no. Excuse me. They were up. No, wait, was it five, maybe four? Yeah, they were up four, and Brad Beal missed two free throws, and then Donovan Mitchell cut it to two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell with 42. Um, Jazz they, are weird. Jazz are so bizarre. But Well, this is the, another one of those things where it's like, how can, can you buy them? Yeah. They're so dependent on Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a similar situation to the Celtics, except the Celtics aren't good. But it's like to me where it's like you're so dependent on guys it's like, are these the guys you want to depend on to be a championship level team? Mm. The difference is they are way out playing what they should be in the Celtics are not playing. What they yeah, they're playing be. like they right. on paper, like they look like they should be. But, and then you have Phoenix who beat the Rockets one, it's a weird score. One twenty six, one twenty. I don't think it was as close as this. I think the Rockets made a little bit of a run in the fourth. Yeah, they did. They had, they had a big fourth quarter. Um, but now, so Phoenix is now, exactly a game and a half out of having the best record in the NBA. So all hail my bold predictions. Very strong. Yeah. They're good, man. I don't think any of mine are doing too well right now, except uh, no, no, it's not doing anything. Phoenix is good. The Clippers somehow are winning. They won five in a row. It's just like Washington is creeping on the Raptors. That was one of my bold predictions, even though you said it wasn't that bold. But Washington what, that could, Washington would finish with a better record than would the overtake the Raptors, yeah, in standings. <laughs> they would overtake them in being a lottery team, a, a, a worse lottery or a better well, lottery at the time team. of the of the prediction, and then shortly after, James Herbert said they were not a bad team. So the best, no, the retroactively best. at the time bold. they were the best uh, eighteen something eighteen and. Something I don't know. Sixteen and twenty-six was sixteen and twenty-six. Best sixteen and twenty-six team in the history of the NBA. I think so. Was, that I'm just saying that is my defense for it being truly a bold statement. God, man, that Jamal Murray thing just took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, took the wind out of this episode. To be honest, it's a rough start to the episode, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then that. Uh, is there any other games to talk about? I don't think so. Oh, Memphis. I'll tell you, here's my thing with Memphis. I, I, I texted you about this. Um, they beat the Bulls, who are very, still very up and down since the trade. Only 90 points. Memphis has been playing really well, though. So, um, But I keep watching them, and I'm like, if Ja Morant was on a different team, like if he was on a bigger team, we'd be talking about how he has not gotten better this year. He's not... He's inconsistent. He's not shooting the ball well. Uh, I know he's still athletic and he does some explosive stuff here and there, but he's not like consistently putting together like great games the way I feel like last year, at least towards the end of the year, is like every night was a John Morant show. Yeah. And more so than anything right now. And we joke about it a lot, but Valanciunas is on an absolute tear for this team. He, I mean, he's playing out of his mind. He had another 26, 26 and 14 tonight. Yeah. 
The guy's an against, animal. Against Vooch, who is the all-star that the Bulls just traded to build their team around. It, it's absurd. What was that? He had the, the other night he had uh, 34 and 22. <laughs> you know what? And it's funny, like, when Magic Johnson tweeted that tweet out, because I went back and looked, he tweeted – Jonas Valanciunas is having a great year. He's averaging 14 and 11, shooting whatever from the field. He's now averaging 17 and 13. Like, yeah, he's been, so think about the tear he's been on since that tweet, which was, I think, the beginning of March. Think of what Magic Johnson thinks of him now. He's ready to come <laughs> like Tim Duncan or something. He's averaging 18 and 14 since that tweet. Incredible. Shooting I mean, 59% do, from the field. He's one of uh, – he's top five most underrated players in the league, I would say. Um but back to the, the job point, the Grizzlies are just so strange of a team because their roster is like they just shouldn't. This roster does not look like a playoff team in the West, you know, to me. And they've got a superstar, in my opinion, in John Morant, but his numbers don't reflect that. And then you've got the super underrated center and a bunch of role player like their ceiling like the rest of the guys on this roster their ceiling is good role player to me well and that's what i was going to say was that it's just a bunch of guys who are playing way like you have one guy in jaw who doesn't seem to be playing nearly what we thought he'd be in his second year and then Mm -hmm. a bunch of other guys who are playing way better than we ever thought they'd be yeah and to me that's kind of answers the question why is jaw like because they're winning yeah it's not getting as much he is their best player i don't think that's like well, maybe you could debate that it's, it's Valanciunas. I mean, right now, it might be Valanciunas. Like, right this moment, it's Valanciunas. playing the best, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, the villain is having a good year. Mm-hmm. Really um, is. Yeah, and then, like, you randomly get these good games from Grayson Allen. Kyle Anderson gives you a random game. It's just... Two very good rookies in Tillman and Bain. Yeah, Brandon Clark's having a decent year. Like, everyone, like nine, hit 20 minutes, nine points, nine rebounds. I mean, like, you can't ask for more than that. Um. Yeah, they're a weird team. They keep winning games, and he just not. This was not a good game for John Brett. No, he's five of fourteen from the field, really. thirteen points. It's not. A he's good game. shooting terribly. Like all his three point percentage is abysmal, and his field goal percentage is not good. But I would say the way John Morant is playing is even more probably an argument to put to put Taylor Jenkins in the coach of the year conversation yeah because it is truly a team effort them getting this this being this eight seed right now and i don't know what the explanation is with john morant because it's not like you can blame it on the injury because he's been back for a long time that injury was a long time ago yeah i I think it's just youth i mean he's still so young man like i know but like i texted you this like last year at this time there was conversations of should new orleans have taken john morant like there were people saying john morant could be better than zion williamson and I'm not saying again, I'm not going to do the thing where at 21 years, at 20 years old or 21 years old, I say he can't be. But I, I think it's pretty clear at this moment who everyone would take. Yeah. Right. I didn't even talk about Zion tonight. Did we talk about that game? No, we, we didn't. But I thought that, that was filed under dog shit teams. Well, no, because the Pelicans, about. well, the Pelicans are in the mix, though. Every, yeah, because this. They really did. It was smart to make this play in thing because every game is still yeah. matters at this point. Yeah. I mean, even actually you look at that game, even though Sacramento has, they've now lost seven in a row since we were like, Oh, <laughs> Sacramento's back. Do we acknowledge them as maybe 
not we, no. the worst team in the league. Well, they were back. They had won like five in a row, and yeah, they've won we, like seven but, in a row, lost seven in a row since then. But we hadn't acknowledged it, and then right. we did, and they haven't but, won. But the Pelicans, uh, well, now the Pelicans are like full game behind the Warriors after the Warriors just won this game. And look out. Oh, wait, never mind. I thought, wow, okay. Sacramento scored 36 in the fourth quarter. But this whole game was tracking that they were going to hold Sacramento under 100. Um, New Orleans. So. Well, I told you, I watched the third quarter of that game, and it was arguably well, – I don't know who I'd be arguing with. I guess myself. <laughs> arguably the worst quarter of basketball I've watched in 20 years. I don't know. It was just embarrassing, both yeah. teams. You know, the thing I don't understand about New Orleans is why do they have Eric Bledsoe? Like, why even play him? Because yeah. here's the thing. Lonzo Ball's been hurt and hasn't been playing. Bledsoe doesn't run the point. Like they have Zion running the point, and then sometimes they have Brandon Ingram running the point. Every now and then, Brandon Eric Bledsoe brings it up, but a lot of times it's Zion and Ingram initiating the offense, and it's just a pick and roll, and they just go do their thing. Like it's it's hard to watch, and then they're obviously horrendous defensively. So I just don't, and they might be in the playoffs. The plan, you realize, right? They are the reason for the plan. The plan was created last year to get Zion into the pl- into the bubble. I buy that hundred percent, and and it didn't happen. And then they kept it probably to keep to <laughs> potentially get Zion in the playoffs. Yeah, like this whole this whole process was built for Zion. Now it worked out, and the games were fun, and people like it. But I don't think we, we there's there's probably some level last year where it's like. God, it would be great to have Zion in the bubble. Yeah, definitely. Adam Silver was kicking that around for sure. Yeah. I mean, it is, it just, it makes it more interesting. And ultimately we know that those teams are going to get throttled in the first round of the actual playoffs. So I, yeah. I think it's cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a problem. Um, all right. Well, that's it for tonight. Oh Whoa. man. Top shot. Are I mean, we opening you, a top shot right been now? Making me hang on to this pack for, Okay, hold on. I did want to bring something. I was that's it for the games for the okay. Did you see this Billy King story about Allen Iverson? That's been no, going around. I don't think so. Billy King was on a podcast or did an interview talking about how badly AI like wanted to play games. And I guess the story was like when AI was hurt, they would have to hide his jersey from him. Wow. So that he wouldn't play. And I guess one time he they like wouldn't give him his shoes and he gave money to a ball boy and told him to go to a footlocker up the street. And he's like, just get me any Reeboks. Wow. That's Cause so like, that's how badly he wouldn't sit. Like yeah. they'd have to hide shit from him. Pretty cool story. That is awesome. And if it's right in line with how competitive he was. Yeah. Was... I just figured you'd appreciate that as a, yeah, as a Sixers guy. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Are we opening, are we doing this? Do we, need, we don't have to, but I've been waiting all day for the, for no, the... let's do it. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> Are you going to share your screen with me so I can yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, I'll share it. If I'm, I might, yeah, I need permission. God damn it. How do I do that? Probably in settings. Click the little, uh, it's like a shield with a check mark. Hold on. Permission, allow. Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, this is. We scrap it. This is not good pot. This is not good radio. Wait, what do I have to do? That little shield with the green check mark. Oh, here you go. Multiple. Did that work? Oh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can share it. All right. Hell yeah. All right. So a little context to this though. Can you see it? Yeah. So a little context. There was a 
legendary pack drop today. The pack mm-hmm. cost a thousand dollars if you got it. <laughs> and Alex got in the line to. Well, you had to qualify this. for that. You had to qualify to even be in line. Right. And I qualified. I just didn't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. Alex was in the line, but everybody who got in the line that qualified that didn't get the legendary pack just got a normal $9 pack. Yeah. That's what we're opening right now. That's what, yeah. So basically I really want to get Malik Monk and Furcon Corkmas here and then that's it. And then I'll, I'll that be would be thrilled. electric. If, that'd if be, you actually that'd get be that. good stuff. All right. How do I get to my pack here? Go to guys. If you're not on top shot, I just go to, can't uh, help there you. you. I'm here. Okay. Packs open. This is look probably, at this is actually the pretty foil, electric. The content. digital foil gets me going on these things. Look at it. Maybe we'll post this video. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's go. You can't hear the music. I can't. You, you can't no, I don't hear, hear it. anything. Okay, yeah, I muted it. So, click to reveal. I'm going middle first. What am I? Okay. Joke. So there's three for the listeners. Common layup. Oh. Buddy healed. Woof. Base set. Oh God! I two. saw the Kings logo and I thought you were getting a Hassan Whiteside. Oh, I will. Yeah. All right. So that card's absolute dog shit. Yep. Okay. <laughs> These are all going to be dog shit. I'm going right here, right? There's three moments. Two of three. Here we go. Assist. Is this Luke? Oh, oh. that's good. That's going to be worth a little bit of money. We'll take a Luca. Yeah. What's the serial number? It's a pretty low serial number, yeah, too. Yeah, 7,000. And it's a sick play, too. Love it. Ooh. Ooh. That, Ooh. Means this, that means this last one's going to be terrible. Give me Malik Monk. Make my day here. Sixers. Oh, there we go. I'll absolutely take it. I thought that was going to be Furcon. Oh, that would have been electric. I already have this moment. I already have it. (laughs) Doubled up. Anybody out there who wants to trade for a Tobias Harris moment, hit up Alex. I'll gift you it. If anybody listening has a top shot, hit us up on Twitter and I'll gift you this Tobias Harris moment. No, how about this? Leave a rating and review and tell us why you should be gifted this moment. Yes, and you'll get it. Tobias Harris moment. Well, we'll choose somebody if it, hopefully there's multiple people who actually yeah. want it and leave the rating and review. Love it. Oh, that worked out. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be nice to each other. That's all yeah. I can ask. I mean, it's really all I can ask, you know, just try. Just yeah. try. Just try. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Later. Later. Later.